Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. It has been long overdue to expose the truth that the Democrats and Republicans are sucking the life out of America's liberty and usurping our rights at every turn. Now is the time to seize our civil liberties and take back our individual rights. Here on Southern Liberty, we will expose it all. With his musket on his back, the Declaration of Independence in one hand, and the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Roderick Threats. Good evening. Happy Tuesday, Southern Liberty family. Appreciate y'all coming through this evening and spending a little bit of time with us this evening. A reminder, if you're not subscribed to this podcast, please be sure that you have done so. 
on all major podcast platforms. Make sure you share this with all of your social media. If you tend to like these episodes, if you haven't gone over to iTunes yet, go over to iTunes, search Southern Liberty and give us a five star rating. Leave us a comment. Good, bad or indifferent. Again, you know, the feedback is greatly appreciated how I can and my fellow co-hosts can help make Southern Liberty podcast better because I mean we're 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 rising we're rising in in the rankings Miss Cal Miss Val I look I look today at our ra- oh. our ranking um on a few podcast uh, uh listenership ranking platforms and we're we are now we are now in the top three percent in the world listen to that it and now mind you it's out of 3.1 million podcasts we're in the top three percent most listened to podcast in the world that just that that is an insanity to me fantastic it's really it's past insanity because you know we don't do any marketing or any you know any running gimmicks or anything like that we just have conversations like normal americans within our beliefs and we challenge each other on our beliefs right and i i think this show has been a breath of fresh air for a lot of people both on you know people that don't really subscribe you know, to to the left and people that don't really subscribe to the right, those people that are kind of caught in the middle to pick sides. I, I think a lot of people that listen to this show are kind of in that middle ground predicament, almost, I would say almost politically or ideologically homeless because how extreme some of the, uh, the some of the ideologies have gotten and how far they've taken it out of, out of bounds in a lot of places. So that, that's a, that, that, that's a great thing. Um, that we're doing mm-hmm. so we can only, you know, we can only go up from here. You know, we can get up to the point five percent like the uh, NBC's and the, and the Ben Shapiro's, you know, all those mainstream talking heads that we see all over the place. Right. Uh, Steve Bannon is another one. We can get up there. I mean, three percent. I mean, three percent is, is is not so far away from point five percent. So, you know, by the end, end, end of the year. At the end, in, in, at the end of the year, we can go from the top three percent to point five. I think we can do it. I think we can do it as long as we stay the course and as long as we, uh, you know, keep, you know, just having the conversations, not try to, you know, debunk everybody and everything that comes by. Just having conversations like normal people, and that will definitely boost. You know what I mean? That would definitely boost uh, our visibility. So I thank y'all. I thank y'all 100%. 100%. Thank y'all. Um, tonight's topic, courtesy of Miss Val, is social conservative cohesion. It is something that's rarely talked about because, you know, the left owns the social construct, right? They own it in every aspect. They've even broken it down into intersectionality, right? Where every itty bitty little group has their own little say and, you know, but what they do with it is 
they use it as a weapon to amplify an agenda. Now, on the right, there is an intersectionality there too, right? But people on the right tend to not use it as a weapon, right? It, it's it's almost like it, it's like unlike unlike the left, the right believes in a lot of the same principles with a little bit of nuance to them, but you won't really see a huge difference between, let's say, a LGBT conservative and a, you know, let, let's say, let's just say a, a black or a white conservative. You won't see any difference in ideals and principles, just nuance, but the message is still the same. Unlike the left, when they use intersectionality, right, they use it as, okay, we need to amplify this particular agenda. Like right now, the big thing on the left is transgender rights. You know, air quotes, y'all. Y'all see my air quotes, right? And they're 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 pushing the narrative that if you won't date a transphobic person, then you, you know, now I'm saying if you don't date a transgender person, then you're transphobic. And it's like what? What? Or tra- or transgender people, right? Do not have any rights. And I'm like, again, transgender pe- transgender people notice the keyword people are still persons that still have equal protections under the laws and the constitution so again like i said they try to use that as a weapon right they use it as a weapon to try to push another agenda unlike the right they try to let everybody say their piece when they're being attacked we don't try to dip in other people's uh you know, I, I wouldn't say dip in other people's business. I'm not saying that, you know what I'm saying? White folks can't speak up for black folks and black folks can't speak up for white folks. I'm not saying it in that aspect. But usually when someone is attacking a certain demographic, conservatives have a tendency to back off and let those folks respond in kind because the attack is on them. We're not too quick to stand up for you know for someone unless they're seriously being attacked in many different directions and then that's where we come together as a collective as a cohesive collective to help thwart off the trolls and, and all these and then push back a narrative that's trying to be pushed on a certain demographic of people so my question miss val is can we achieve social conservative cohesion considering all the madness that is happening right now and how the left control literally controls the social construct. Well, I would say, Rod, it's pretty obvious that people are out there seeking the truth. People are coming together as a collective, cohesive group because, number one, they're seeking out your voice and your media. Um... I, I think that people are hungry at this point. They see that the, the left side of things, the far left has exposed themselves with so much hatred. I, I honestly don't know a person who doesn't see that, no matter what side of the fence they're on. They see this collective, cohesive group almost like the mafia, that lie for each other. They cover up for each other. They, they keep the exact same narrative going. So 
so actually their ability to stay so connected is almost making it easier for people to break off and kind of say, wait a minute, this, this doesn't seem right anymore. Now, I think, I think that the left has actually, in a lot of ways, taught, taught us a great lesson. And I wish it would have happened sooner, but you know, things happen when they happen. And I, I think that our new party, I'm going to say new because I think there's a new collective cohesion, not the old one, not the GOP. In fact, those guys are collectively getting ousted as well. I mean, today, we, we couldn't have gotten a better example today than seeing Mario Cuomo standing up there. My father used to use the word thumpering, but he, he just couldn't even get the words out about how he was grabbing women and touching women. And for me personally, that isn't even his worst offense. I think his real offense is part of the cover-up. He, he did wrong by all the elderly people in New York. And I, uh -huh. I can't forget, yeah, I can't forget that. You know, people today, everything goes down that memory hole. You know, I move on to the next thing. But Cuomo has so many... Um, things against him and it's almost fun and I, I don't mean this in an evil way but it's almost fun to watch them eating their own and uh -huh. even the woman that's taking right right the woman that's taking him down in New York State and I'm not sure if it's going to be federal or if it's going to be state uh, I'm not quite certain about that and you know, we can also sit here and say maybe it won't happen. And that's the, that's the pathetic side of the Democrats having their own collective, cohesive, judgmental system, if you will. Um, but we're going to just sit back and watch this um, apology tour that he's on for himself and his party and his little mafiosa, you know, group that sticks together so well. And I would, I can't, I almost can't wait to see like a clip of his baby brother on CNN. You know, it's going to be, this is entertainment. At this point in time, we're all in this bubble of paying such close attention to what's going on that it's just entertainment pretty sad but it's true yeah you know what it is you know what it is and you hit on something too right it's it's a literal deflection it's a deflection mm -hmm. from what he should actually be up in front of it's a complete deflection so right. obviously and i'm going to put it just like this they sent the black woman out there to neutralize yeah. the situation even though she's the ag Right, and she was elected to the position, but they uh, they gave her that bullhorn to mm -hmm. pardon this guy that killed over thousands of elderly people with with it with, with his 
absolute abuse of the public trust and absolute immunity. That's what he did, right? But here, here's 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 the here's the backside of that, right? How many New York conservatives actually took action in Albany because of Cuomo? Elise Stefanik. The citizens. How many of the citizens? Well, Elise Elise is in Congress, so right. She's she real yeah. Right, she really, but there were there, there were maybe two total citizen protests in Albany since this whole thing broke. Now we want to talk about the 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 social conservative cohesion, right? I, I mean, we have something obviously egregious going on here, but people decided to go. We're going to go out and shout at, at, at the top of our voices for for like a week, and then we're going to go home, right? If it was that serious and you wanted him out of office, you would have been in Albany every day. You would have had an organized group. I don't care if it was four or five people. You would have been in Albany every day shouting about this. And then, meanwhile, on the backside, right, Me Too gives him a pass. They haven't even said a word about it. Even after this, they haven't said a word about it. I don't see. I, I looked at the Me Too hashtag today on Twitter, Clout Hub, TikTok. All the social media, no one hashtagging me too has mentioned anything about this. Of course not, because then they would have to admit that they did this to Kavanaugh, that, oh, wait, no, let's face it. The big guy wants to take him out. Think about what the big guy has done. This is all part, and this this woman, Letitia James, she wants to be governor of New York. Bingo. This is this bingo. Is bingo. This is a game. This is a Broadway show. That, by the way, you need a vaccine passport to get into a vaccine to get into a Broadway show. And Cuomo is so proud of that. He's he's so. And De Blasio, mm, he must be laughing too because they didn't get along those two. There's so much stuff going on underneath just this one issue you know but at the end of this by the end of this week today's tuesday this just you know exploded today by the end of this week we're going to see something cohesively interesting happen with this one thing just stand back and watch how the glue the elmer's glue pulls all of these characters together and creates this one singular plot. This is how it works. And you know, they named the bridge after his father in New York. They took the Tappan Zee Bridge, which was had just a fine name to it, mm-hmm. and they turned it into a Cuomo and man, they should take that down. <laughs> wait, 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 isn't the Tappan Zee now called the 3M Bridge? Uh, well, which is the one that they changed to the Mario Cuomo bridge? I thought it was that. Maybe, I, maybe I'm mistaken. I haven't been there in so many years. I could be mistaken. But was it the George Washington Bridge or the Tappan Zee? I'm not sure which one. One of them. Oh, it was the Tappan Zee. That's right. That, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, It yeah. is. That's yeah. that's it. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. it went from the Tappan Zee to the 3M, and mm-hmm. then it is the Cuomo Bridge. That's right. That's right. Right. Yeah. Right. 
So, you know, there, there's, there's going to be like an interesting end of the week. And these things don't last very long because we move on. And this month of August is going to be, everybody knows it, there's going to be some truth-telling. And I think this is where our new conservative party is forming a real cohesive unit. It's happening. I see it. I feel it. Um, you know, this week, I don't know about you, but I felt so horrible the past week. I just felt like defeated and, oh my God, this is, we're really going to become like a communist, fascist country and this is maybe getting hopeless and I should just throw the towel in in my head so I'm not disappointed and I can effectively deal with all of this negativity. And then, and then, you know, you wake up the next day and you say, no, 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 no. No, it's not an option. I think we're going to have, in the next couple of weeks, some very interesting things come out. This is, a, this is a, a, a flag. This whole thing with Cuomo is nothing more than a distraction. We've talked about this, all the distractions they create. Uh-huh. So that we're, right, we're not like, looking too hard at the elections or, or um, you know, the, the mandates and the, the, the jabs and the masks and the lockdowns and, and all the horrible things happening all over the world, especially Australia. And I, I think that we should keep a very, very close eye on those poor people over there. They're locked down, military in the streets. They can't leave their houses. It's disgraceful. It's a disgraceful mark on humans. So the, the fact that we are experiencing cohesiveness around our Constitution, around our knowing what freedom is really like, and our Second Amendment, we need to take this now Right now, while we have, it's almost like the waters of the Red Sea are parting for us. This is our time to take it, to take it back, to save everything we have. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, another, another interesting thing that actually led me Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. About this is, I was watching Jenna Ellis on America's Voice. Sometimes at the dinner, while making dinner, I flip her on. She's, she's just a really nice Christian, smart attorney. Mm-hmm. And 
she brings on some very interesting guests. And the other night, she had two doctors on. Well, they were both doctors, but one is a practicing physician and one is one of these virologist uh, physicians, doctors. And both conservatives, both um, sharing a lot of the same basic principles about life and liberty and all of that stuff. And you might remember them. Dr. Zelenko was the very first doctor in New York, in upstate, who had the uh, Jewish group of people that got blasted first with the COVID thing. And he successfully treated everyone with the hydroxychloroquine. And, it, and he was on right. the news and he was, you know, right. So this other fellow, Dr. Sarfati was his name. He doesn't practice, but he chose to get the jab, and he was on the other side. Jenna was in the middle of them. And, you know, here are two people that share the same big picture values. He agreed there should be a right to choose. He agreed everybody had to make up their minds. Um, but it got so heated. The argument got that, that she literally had to stop it. And, you know, the fact that one doctor is saying there are treatments available and we should really exercise our rights to have this treatment because all over the world these treatments are just like buying aspirin. You go into the CVS and you buy aspirin hydroxychloroquine, avermectin, readily available, 20 cents a pill, cheap uh, approved medicine. People should be able to either protect themselves or grab it when it starts, however you view it. Um, the other doctor chose to get the jab, and he was die hard about doing this for all ages, he saw no reason for uh, um, there be any exceptions to Big Farm running this whole thing. And this discussion got so heated that I sat there and I thought to myself, are we doing this as well in our big picture of the United States of America? Are we all guilty of having our own special interest in this whole show and do we not tolerate even people that are on the same side we are and I find that very troubling because and I, and no matter who I listen to no matter what shows I listen to they'll they'll be one black person putting down the other black person yet they're both conservatives they both have the same basic big vision and values but mm, I don't like that one because she did this and he said that and it's it's really the same for every single group that they have managed to divide in this country we are divided inside of our own party and that's what we need to become more cohesive about we need to tolerate each other's conservativeness we need to stop bickering inside of our own group 
because we all want to follow the Constitution and we all want to be free. And we need to tolerate each other's BS or different views on specific things. I don't want to hear conservatives arguing anymore. The Democrats are all in line. You don't hear it. Even if they're not, you don't really hear it. Our side of the fence, badly divided on many levels, and we need to stop that. I, must, I have to agree with you on that one because I see it I see it a lot on social media, right? And you you, you brought up something I bring up all the time. You know, I, I always tell conservatives that progressives are your first cousins, right? And a lot of them look at me as like, what, what, what are you talking about? Y'all employ the same exact tactics. And now I'm speaking about my populist and, and, and new conservatives that's, you know what I mean? That's new to the game. If you look over at the progressive wing, even the progressive right, y'all are one in they are they are one in the same. They pull the same tactics, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. To to promote this collectiveness, right, amongst them. Like, okay, you can't be pro life, but okay with abortion. Right? Yeah. And, and, and and it's like you know, I look at those people and I was like, you're 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 pulling what progressives pull, right? They say, well, you can't be you 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 can't be pro-life and be in this party. You need to be pro-choice. Right? And Exactly. And, and, and once 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 conservatives understand they're the exact mirror of the progressives, I think at that point, they will start coming into the fold with real true conservatives because real conservatives and civil libertarians like myself, we don't care. Like we have learned, you know, we have we understand what liberty is. You can be a conservative. You can still you can still be a a pro-choice conservative. Why? Yeah. The question is, we want to know why you are pro-choice conservative. You might not be conservative when it comes to social issues right which for me abortion is a, is a liberty issue but i'm not going to explain that whole that whole spiel but mm-hmm. most a lot of conservatives when it comes to social issues especially these newer cats these populist cats they tend to lean left they tend to lean left and that gives the left an open door to start ramming an agenda down their throat, right? For sure. And now, and now the progressives, they're like, oh, we got you. We got you shook, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to give you another example. Um, the other night, those of you know, I had Stevie Thrasher on, on Friday to talk about her, um, her issue with the, with, with, with the Pfizer syringe and what it did to her, right? Oh, I yeah. I posted I posted a video advertising that show because I was like, hey, this this needs to this needs to get out, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you know there were conservatives and progressives on that video saying, oh, this has got to be fake. This has been debunked, and this, that, and the third. And I'm sitting here, oh, I'm like, yeah. yeah, and I'm sitting here, I was like, don't, don't y'all see y- 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 y'all see this, right? 
You both are pulling the same tactics. You know, these people, they worry about the white papers with the numbers on it and say, yep, that's it. But then mm-hmm. when you have when, when, when you have an individual that is not that is not a dead statistic, because, again, like I said, dead people can't talk. Right. You, you have a people that are that are still dealing with this, that are not a technical dead statistic. Then they want to discredit them. They want to gaslight them. Uh, yeah. So it. It, so, so it, as far as these populist conservatives or Trump conservatives, to me, are concerned, they need to get off the train with the progressives. They have to get off of that train because those progressives, they're going to run them right into a wall. And, 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 and you know what? January 6th happened because of, and I'm going to put it right out there, progressives. This commission, progressives. Because they wanted to get at their conservative cousins because they know progressives understand conservatives are their mirror. So in order to control the narrative, they have to get rid of conservatives. And these populist conservatives, quote unquote, air quotes, are their targets because they know they're not a true match for liberty minded, loving conservatives. They're no match for them. Intellectually, socially, they are no match. This is why they keep trying to push that the older generation, like Generation X, right, are racist. They try to discredit us. This is what progressives are doing. And Generation Xers are getting in the, in the uproar like, wait a minute, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. Instead of, you know, instead of coming out individually against the narrative... Everybody wants to curate a narrative within Generation Generation X conservatives and say, oh, hey, well, no, everybody should speak their own mind on the issue and go right at them the same way progressives do. Exactly. Exactly. All I can say is there's going to be civil unrest. I don't don't see any other outcome. And, um, you know... In the Revolution, American Revolution, people still loved England, and they loved the, the king and the queen, and they loved being ruled by them. And then yep. there were those small groups of people that said, nope, we want our freedom, we want our liberty. And they did it, and they succeeded, and we have to do the same thing. We have to, we have to come together and stick together like glue and support each other and not put each other down and not get into that fighting mode with each other. Yeah. It doesn't serve any purpose. Yep. It really doesn't. It doesn't we certainly serve. can't fight with them. Yeah. No. I, I think yeah. what what's gonna before we go to break, I what what's actually gonna come of this first and the first thing we need to do, there is going to be a civil war on the right. There will be a civil yeah. war on the right. And Generation X is going to clean house. Mm-hmm. All these alt-right idiots, all these white supremacists that are over that, that are on the oh, right, yeah. right? All, all the, the, the vitriolic populist, right? And, and I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna pull this one right out of the hat. The folks that are diehard MAGA, they will be purged. They will be purged in this conservative civil war. 
Because again, those they are populist for the most part. 90% of them are populist. There are some that have jumped on board with MAGA that understand we got to make America great again, but they're not like a lot of the people that are part of that that are being, they, they, they want to be extreme with the mouth, but not extreme with the feet, right? They're, they're, they're waiting on a signal from Donald Trump on how to direct America when that is not the direction. We are individuals. Yes, I'm going to catch heat for this statement, but I really don't care because it needs to be called out. It you needs might, to be you called out. You might get that heat from me. You might get that heat from me, Rod, because oh. I think there are a lot of MAGA people that even though you see them that way, they are going to jump to action and to, to our side. They're already coming on board. They see this for what it is. Right. I, I tend to disagree with what you just said. Really, That's, why, that's I'm why I said 80%. Yeah. That's why I said 80%. Okay. Okay. They, they keep well, we'll see. That remains to be seen. That really yep. remains to be seen. Because it, yep. you, you, because the, the thing is, is that I, I I really don't think, honestly, that 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 the populist MAGA crowd is ready to sit down and talk to lifelong true conservatives, not what the media has depicted them to be conservative and what they should follow. Like, you know what I mean? There's there's a difference. You can see even with the knowledge gap, right? Even with the knowledge gap with, with, with us Gen Xers, right, uh, us Gen X conservatives or civil libertarians included in that is that we have, un, we, we have lived through the history, the true history of America, of everyone t- being free, right? We have lived through mm-hmm. that. We have seen the harmony that it has brought. And now these yeah. populists are jumping right into right into this now because of Donald Trump and don't understand the history we have been through. And some of them are literally undoing what we have, the work we have put in and have done to save America going along, helping the progressives help dismantle. That's the problem I'm looking at right out of a lot of these populists that are, I mean, we, 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 I mean, remember when, when, uh, Bill Barr was appointed. Here's a good example, y'all. When Bill, yeah. Bill Barr was appointed as Attorney General, remember yeah. that. And uh, uh, we, yeah. I've said it on the show. You said it on the show. Miss Kella said it on the show that Bill Barr was a snake because yeah. we knew him when he was AG back in the '90s. We knew of Bill Barr. We knew the tactics he pulled, and we're like, y'all for Bill Barr. And then everybody, and then and then the left, and then the left comes in is like, yeah, that that's Trump's boy. And then the, and and the, the populists are like, well, no, that, that that he's doing the right thing by Trump. I'm like, both of y'all are idiots right now, because yeah. if you knew this, this, and this about Bill Barr during the Bush administration, the first Bush, mm-mm, you, none of y'all would be like, oh shit, we got yeah, he was bad news. Yeah, he was. So yep. it, it, that's what I'm saying. W- when, once the populace realize like they're being spoon fed what conservatism is instead of actually learning, you know, learning the history and talking to cons- people that have been in it, have been conservative most of their, all of their life that have the knowledge. Right. They will understand like 
our fight is different. Our fight is not with the left. Our fight is with and for our civil liberties. And the quicker they right. understand that, more of those folks will start understanding what conservatism is and understanding what I call, y'all have heard me say it, the three pillars of conservatism, right? Individuality, family, and community. Nothing else matters. No government uh, or, or other any other NGO has no jurisdiction over those three principles, those three pillars of conservatism. And if you don't have all three, we will never be socially cohesive as a conservative movement. We got to go to break, Ms. Val. So y'all sit back, relax, okay. get your get your tea and crackers and wine and water and all that stuff. And we'll be back here in six. This is the Fox Business Report. Stocks finished higher with the S&P 500 closing at a record high as investors weighed upbeat corporate earnings results against rising concerns over a surge in the Delta variant of the coronavirus. The Dow rising 278 points, the Nasdaq up 80, S&P 500 up 36. And Americans took to the roads as pandemic restrictions were lifted with Avis Budget Group reaping the benefits. The company said it had the best quarter in its history, blowing past Wall Street expectations with sales tripling thanks to both higher demand for rental cars and higher rental prices. And Amgen reported better than expected quarterly profits and sales, but said that the outbreak is still leading to fewer doctor visits and fewer lab tests, which hurt its business. And Activision Blizzard shares are rising in the extended session after the video game publisher's results top Wall Street estimates. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries are not cheap. They're $70,000 a year. I'm Alan Jones, founder and CEO of Bambi. I created Bambi specifically for small business. Get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. Seriously. Let's change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. With Bambi, your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, we customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month, period. Month-to-month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. Get a free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash free. Spelled BAM to the B-E-E dot com slash free. Go to Bambi.com slash free. He thinks he should go. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. President Biden calling on the governor of New York to step down after an independent investigation found he sexually harassed 11 women and retaliated against one of them. Hours after the release of the New York State Attorney General's report, President Biden weighed in on the findings and gave his opinion on the future of Andrew Cuomo as governor of New York. I think he should resign. I understand that the state legislature may decide to impeach. Both of New York's U.S. Senators, Chuck Schumer and Kirsten Gillibrand, called for Cuomo to step down as well. 
In a video response, Governor Cuomo says the facts are different than what's out there, and the allegations are, as he says, not who he is. Grinnell Scott. Fox News. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi also called on Cuomo to resign and in a statement commended the women for, as she put it, speaking their truth. In a recorded statement, Cuomo denied any inappropriate behavior and lashed out at political opponents. For those who are using this moment to score political points or seek publicity or personal gain, I say they actually discredit the legitimate sexual harassment victims that the law was designed to protect. Cuomo asked people to read his attorney's response to the allegations on his website. The Marine Corps has identified Austin Lands as the suspect who stabbed a Pentagon police officer to death at a transit center outside the entrance to the Pentagon this morning. Officials say the defense secretary and U.S. military's top officer were not at the Pentagon at the time of the shooting. Both Austin and General Milley were at the White House for their regular Tuesday morning meeting with the president. It's the first attack on Pentagon police in over a decade. The motive of the attack remains unknown. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson at the Pentagon. The officer has not been identified. America is listening to Fox News. School's out for summer, but if your business is running QuickBooks, you'll never get a break. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one cloud financial system, no matter how big your business grows, with visibility and control of your financials, inventory. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. HR, e-commerce, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to graduate. Head to NetSuite.com slash Fox right now. NetSuite.com slash Fox. As U.S. troops continue the drawdown in Afghanistan, the Taliban gains more ground. Fighting is raging in one of the strategic cities of Afghanistan, Lashkar Gah in Helmand province. A Fox News source tells us the situation is critical and the city might soon fall. The Taliban has overrun much of the southern city of 250,000, battling through the night over government centers. Civilian casualties are high and many, we're told, were forced to stay in homes. Scenes of atrocities are circulating on amateur video. It's confirmed 15 radio and TV stations have been taken over by the militants in the area. While the Taliban controls much of the Afghan countryside, Ashkar Gah would be the first provincial capital to fall. U.S. has stepped up airstrikes, even though American troops have mostly pulled out. In London, Greg Palcott, Fox News. A legislative ethics committee in Idaho says a state lawmaker who publicized the name of an intern who reported a rape should be stripped of one of her committee assignments for acting in a manner unbecoming to the state's House of Representatives. Republican Representative Priscilla Giddings became the subject of two ethics complaints by about two dozen lawmakers after she shared links to a far-right blog that included the name, photo, and personal details about the intern.
Simone Biles wins the bronze on balance beam in Tokyo. On the balance beam today, Biles stuck her landing without issue from a double pike dismount. No twists. She scored 14.000. Biles was second after four of eight competitors. She finished third for a bronze medal. Same as Biles won in this event five years ago in Rio. Seven Olympics medals tie Simone Biles with Shannon Miller for the most in U.S. gymnastics history. American Suni Lee finished fifth. Gold and silver medals on the balance beam won by China. Jared Max, Fox News. Bruce Springsteen's daughter Jessica failed to qualify for the individual jumping finals in equestrian at the Olympics. The 29-year-old had a strong start, but the horse knocked down a rail and was eventually eliminated. I'm Lisa Lacerra. This is Fox News. If reporters can break big news every day, why can't your team seem to hire one person in a matter of months? Make slow hiring old news with Indeed Instant Match. When hiring gets hard, you need Indeed the job site that makes hiring incredibly simple. Just attract, interview, and hire. In fact, with Indeed, you can do all of your hiring in one place, even interviewing. Don't just hope your perfect candidate will find you. Indeed's hiring tools help you cut through the noise to hire faster and smarter. Indeed Instant Match immediately delivers quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description. You can even invite them to apply right away. And according to Indeed data, candidates you invite are three times more likely to apply to your job than those who only see it in search alone. Join more than three million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com Fox. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com Fox. Offer valid through September 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Yes, sir. Welcome back, Southern Liberty family. Appreciate y'all hanging out for the first half. Those of you that are just joining now for the second half, I appreciate y'all too. Make sure, again, that you're subscribed to this podcast on all major podcast platforms. Leave a review on iTunes. I can't say that enough. Um, and make sure you're following me on social media, man, of justice. 007. We're talking about social conservative cohesion with my partner in crime over here, Miss Valerie Zinn. And we brought up a lot of good points the first half. Now we're going to kind of switch gears on the cause and effects of why we are not socially cohesive. I want to go over into how how do we accomplish that? How how do we accomplish the social conservative cohesion that is so so needed to preserve liberty? Well, one thing that I see, and I, w- I was just sort of disagreeing with you about the people that are part of the MAGA Trump supporting movement, and I'm and I'm going to actually say why. I do think there will be a change. And this may sound harsh, but I think that the realization for most of us on the conservative side need to realize, and this is a motivator, this is a scary motivator, 
But we now all know to a large degree that the left hates us. They hate us more than anything. And I think it's a strong motivator in life to realize that you are hated and now you have to protect yourself, you have to protect your family, you have to protect your liberty. The, the, the need to survive is very strong in us, very powerful, and especially here in the United States, more powerful than probably anywhere else in the world. We have very special DNA. And that in itself, and, and seeing what's happening all over the world, Australia, and, and even on the streets of Greece and France, we're seeing people waking up everywhere. This is a support system for us. We're, we're seeing it. We're feeling it. And I think that that in the next couple of months, along with the realization that we might have been scammed by a lot of things, big pharma, um, um, the, uh, I don't want to say the wrong thing and get kicked off YouTube, um, you know, Fauci <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, whole, the, whole, the whole thing whirling around us right now is a realization of, of that, that we're in danger and we need to have our survival gear intact. And I think that's what's going to bring us all together on the same page, get us all cohesive, united, and fighting for the same things more closely than we have been. I do see that coming. I do see it happening. But we have to really, really recognize that the people running this progressive left fascist communist takeover of our country hate us to the extent they will kill us in any way possible. And I mean that physically, mentally, in every way. They will poison the food chain. They will poison the water. They will poison the air. They will put us in concentration camps. They will do anything. They hate us. And if you can get to that place, we're going to come together. This is evil. Yeah, e evil. I think evil's putting it lightly. I mean, it, it's literally okay. a. Uh, I like to call it a, po a political apocalypse. Mm-hmm. In, in this regard, because you know, I I, I think if you know, since since we're really like. Where we were kind of focused towards the MAGA crowd a second, right? And again, no disrespect okay. to you guys, right? Um, that are listening that, that are MAGA, but understand my criticism is out of love and understanding, right? But what, what I, what, what we're, we and Ms. Val is trying to get y'all to understand is we have to look at the picture downwind at this point. Right, because we're we're sailing fast, right? Mm -hmm. The 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 prime example would be 
Let's look at January 6th, for example, right? And how the people that even though they might be FBI informants, okay, or what have you, but look at how they're holding them without being able to talk to legal counsel. They just let them talk to their legal counsel at whim like they're at Gitmo, right? These are American citizens, right? I would almost dare to argue the Eighth Amendment against the federal government for this. You know, cruel, unusual punishment mm-hmm. clause. I would argue that. It, oh. Now, instead of instead of trying to argue that, oh, Biden's a fascist president or this, that, and a third, start bringing the constitutional arguments to the table because the left is not going to listen to you as long as you're, uh, as long as you're saying, well, those people are, are, are you know, th- those people that are being held by a fascist government, because you know how the left is going to come back on that one, right? But if you argue it on an intellectual, constitutional level, hence the Eighth Amendment, hence the Fifth Amendment, right, the Due Process Clause in the Fourteenth, when you bring those kind of arguments, this is how you how you neutralize. Those people, mm-hmm. because every time people try to come out, well, those were those are terrorists and those are domestic terrorists and and, and and this, that and the third. And you can't beat that argument. That's an argument that can't be beaten. That's a straw man, because anybody just, yeah. just like last summer, um, a lot of people called the BLM Antifa riots domestic terrorists. Well, here we go. Right. Now it's slapped, turned turn around, slapped on uh, on this group of people, right? And now you're stuck defending domestic terrorists instead of saying, hey, I don't care if they're domestic terrorists. They are Americans first. And they're having their constitutional rights violated. I don't care if they're work, right. working, working for the Fed, right, or what have you. They are... Americans that are having their constitutional rights usurped from them all because of the Unconstitutional Patriot Act. Right? When you start... when and, and that's where our social cohesion... This is where our social cohesion comes into play. Because if we can all get on board on constitutionality, that will take... That that will shape the fabric of America again, socially, economically, right? Because everything the other side does literally usurps liberty, and they and Completely. the tactics they use usurps liberty, right? Just like I had I had a, a quoted earlier today, um, uh, um, Mussolini. When I went through one one of my one of my uh, rants on Twitter, and he said something very very profound that is so coming coming to true, right? Mussolini said, "Democracy is beautiful in theory; in practice, it is a fallacy. You in America will see that someday. Every anarchist is a baffled dictator. The truth is." That men are tired of liberty. Socialism is a fraud, a comedy, a phantom, and a blackmail. 
Where did Mussolini lie? Where did he lie? And this is a fascist talking. Where did he lie? Yeah. People, the no, leftist... Ta- go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, he's not in good shape right now, is what I was going to say. No, he's not in good shape, but he was right when he said this. He was dead right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because apparently the left is tired of liberty. So they're going to do everything they can to usurp right. it to make you conform and comply. Now, the the right is very complicit in this too. They're, the the, the, the con- conservatives are complicit in this too because, again, right, when we talk about complying, right, every time we turn around, right, do do we not do, do conservatives as a as a generalization say oh comply with the police but now that they're trying and the left is turned around and used that weapon against conservatives right they're saying well they're going to mandate the jab comply or use your job mm-hmm. G- going back to the whole they're they're mirror twins they are. They're, mir- they're mirror twins. But you know, Rod, I'm hearing, just taking that statement from Mussolini, I'm mm-hmm. hearing that we are on this merry-go-round that keeps going round and round and round, and every 50, 60, 70 years, we keep going back the other way, and then we swing back yep. the other way. We go from the utopia of, of, of communism and fascism back to... To liberty and freedom and then you know a few generations go by and then they're not happy with the system and then we go all the way back again well you know I don't see an end to that actually I see we just have to continue fighting our way right uh, one way or the other it's just a constant human fight you, you, you know no, what else Mussolini said that was profound too fascism should rightly be called corporatism as it is the merger of corporate and government power. Right. I mean, let's think about what Joe Biden just literally sat on that podium today and said when he was asked the question if he was okay with businesses mandating vaccines. What did he do as in the capacity of the presidency? He okayed it. Instead of saying he had no comment, he opined in the positive. But I hear. He doesn't know what he's saying. (laughs) But I hear progressives for four years called Trump a fascist. Of course. Why? Why? What did he do that was fascist? I just. Just asking Uh, a question. you, You accuse people of doing what you're doing. AKA exactly. projection, AKA subliminal gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, bo- and they have done the most amazing job of that between social media and the news and Hollywood. They have bounced people around to a place where, you know, they, they just don't know what's happening anymore. It's, it's just this delirium. You know, um, I was talking, my daughter is always, you know, such a, an interesting person. 
she's so smart and she's so good in her heart, but she's so swung left. It's 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 so weird for me to even speak to someone like that. And and I have to maintain the relationship. But you know, I'll always say to her, little thing, do you see what's going on in Australia? No, what's going on in Australia? Now, I don't want to get into well that's because you're watching the wrong things, you don't know what's going on in the world. I, I just I just tell her. And then I tell her she should be prepared because there's going to be some civil unrest. Oh, she'll say, well, what should I do? Well, why don't you go to my Patriot Supply and order some uh, survival food? Okay, she says, send me the link. Now, this is, this is like, so I said, well, what do you think about go, what's going on at the border? She says, there's too many people in the world. I said, are you kidding me? That's what you think? That's why you think all these people are coming over the border? Yes. There's too many people in the world and it's because of climate change. That's where the conversation ended. And all I can say is she meant it. It's what she believes and it's what a lot of people believe. And you almost can't get anywhere with that argument or, or that side. That they, they have been so brainwashed, they have been so fed this explanation for why millions of people are going to be over the border in no time flat, our country is going to be saturated, there's going to be civil unrest, there, every, this, this whole mandate thing, um, it, it, it's, it's almost impossible, even for an open and intelligent, good-hearted person. They just don't know. They're lost. Lost in space. So, what are you going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to keep on going. Education and, yes. and, and, and giving people a hand up out of the populist rut right because again like like i stated in in, in the first in the first half right there there has to be a conservative civil war it, it's got to happen yeah. it has to happen yeah. because we are too wayward right now right they're conservative the conservatives that are worried about what CNN? Did, I'm sorry, I said it wrong. Wrong news outlet. She in in is saying in MSNB. Yeah. yeah. MSNB. She um <laughs> are, are, are saying, uh, you know, and, and she BS are, are saying about conservatives, and they're too busy trying to fight that narrative. Instead of looking at the issues that are in front of us, that they're subverting us with. Absolutely. You know, the, the time of calling out me to, them to, us to, all them twos, has mm -hmm. got to come to the end. Right? The only way we get our social construct back in the United States is to fight for the Constitution and our civil liberties. That is the only way we will flip America back right side up. Until then, and, and we keep they keep trying to fight these petty these petty things 
right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, these things like the transgenderism and things like that. When yeah. they try to fight those pinpoint narratives that they're trying to keep you focused on, they're going to keep folks pigeonholed. You, you can tell no me question. all the... People can stare me in the face all day and tell me, well, transgender is women. Okay, and? To me, they're still mm-hmm. persons, right? Neutralize. They're still persons. They still have equal rights and protections under the Constitution and the law. So I don't care if a transgender is a woman or a man. You still have rights and protections just like all the other 350 million Americans. Now, if you want to have a conversation, let's talk about the civil rights of the unborn. Let's have a real conversation. When our Declaration of Independence says life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and if life is at conception, hello, government has an obligation under the 14th Amendment to protect that life. Uh, that that's plain law, but you can't just flip the law on its head and say, oh, yeah, well, duh. now, guys, don't get me wrong, right? You already know my position on abortion, right? If it's medically necessary, it's medically necessary to save to save the woman, no doubt. And women aren't birthing people. Um, but I'll digress from that, too, right? <laughs> she has she has a choice. You know what I'm saying? Uh, under the, under 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 medical uh, supervision, etc. Yes, those things are possible. But just to go get one because you don't feel like being a mother three months in, nah, d- that's a hard pass for me. That's a hard pass for me because now you are denying life. You're denying life that your mother gave you and and, and put into your body, and you're going to deny. You you think you're going to be the arbiter of life and death? And take a life because you don't feel like taking care of it. Well, you should have you, you should have felt like keeping your legs closed in that moment. <laughs> uh, well, listen, sh- Rod. Huh. If you think if you think about a liberal that says um, there's too many people, that, on the other hand, mm-hmm. they totally justify abortion for that yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. And, and, and for yeah. my men folks, my men folks ain't out to clear either now. Now, my men folks ain't out of clear that right. if, if you don't plan on being with that woman, don't put your thing a thing in that woman. That way you don't have to worry about talking about, well, that's my baby. Don't about, no, 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 no. If you, if you're going to, if you're not going to stay with her, she a flang, you need to put that rain suit on or don't leave her the hell alone. <laughs> to take two parties at Tango. Don't think because you got your that's head in, 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 in a tizzy that, oh, I'm just going to go do this. And no, 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 no. Don't cry later. When she when she decides that uh, uh, she's going to terminate a life, because I'm sorry, you men are the, are, are the pro, the procreators of life. You she the woman needs that yeah. man in that regard, and if you don't you don't you don't lay it down, that's not on you. But you do. Yeah, you but can't you know, it's also it. there's also another side to that, and that is. They don't have a parent that they're frightened to death of. And I will tell you, growing up, I stayed away from getting in that kind of trouble because I was so scared of my father. If you think I was going to let a man near me or do anything that I could get in trouble, oh, no. Uh, you know, and 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 unfortunately, today, so many of these young people don't have that fear of a parent, and that's why they're just letting it happen. 
Right. Girls and guys. It just it's just like there's no there's no consequence that they can see. So you know, this is this has become a real social issue and um one side feels one way, another side feels another way, and you know, at some point it, it just has to be about life and liberty and having some respect for um elders and and for some sort of higher consciousness above us and we have to believe in forces that are stronger than we are i mean right. too much is about this physical body it's just not the way we should be raising ourselves my opinion yeah it, 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 very valid opinion right and, and and with that too see and that's the other thing you know with with conservatives when we're talking about pro-life versus pro-choice i i I think personally the pro-life again it's one of those things right that the progressives like to use against conservatives right you you have to get away from pro-life and start calling it pro-birth because what what the progressives like to do is say oh you're pro-life but you're okay with the death penalty right just (laughs) like just like the, the 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 right uses Black Lives Matter, but they don't care about any other Black Lives. See, we have to get away from those generalizations, right? right. We have to say, okay, we are pro birth, right? Pro birth does encompass it, it's life, but you just worded it differently, right? You're saying I'm all about the birth of the child, right? I'm all about you know what I mean, birthing the child, right? It's pro birth. Right. And in that regard, they can't attack that because you're saying you're pro birth. So you can be pro birth and pro death penalty. Those don't correlate. But as soon as you say pro life, they try to correlate the death penalty into that. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it, and if you're pro choice, when is it? When is it a good time to kill? Is it better to kill? Uh, uh, an unborn baby or is it better to kill someone when they're 55 years old and they've exactly. killed murdered 10 people yes right. that's exactly it that's exactly it that's, that's yeah. exactly it when is a good time right yep. and, and, and another thing that conservatives can do is I mean because I mean there's conservatives there's folks on the right that are very promiscuous like folks on the left we know this right that mm-hmm. this just yeah. doesn't stick to one side but i i think conservatives as a whole including civil libertarians um must uh educate we have to get on educate right sex education yes yeah, it's gonna be uncomfortable for people but it's gonna be like hey guys this is the skinny this is what's good right <laughs> You go out here dipping your 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 ting a ting ting or women if you let men use your ting a ting ting in the in the ting ting you know what I'm saying? There's things out here that'll happen that is worse than coronavirus, okay? And some things you can't oh, yeah. wash off. So you you know what I mean? You have to be on point, and I think that's where we can get together and educate on that. And really push that we can get, you know, they can get away from the pro-life narrative and start talking about pro-birth. Right. But as long as the pro-life moniker still hangs over the conservative movement, then the progressives will use it as a weapon to demonize conservatives. 
They'll use anything as a weapon, anything, mm -hmm. <laughs> anything they can get their hands on. So exactly. Yep. So a lot of conservatives they have to step away from the contradictions, the contra, the, the, I call it the contradictory politics, and call it mm -hmm. solid, abs absolute, what it is. Call it absolute, what it is, right? Yeah. And that way, there is no argument. There can never be an argument at that point. You know what I mean? With a lot of these issues. And it pigeonholes the progressive to understand that this is a solid, absolute position. You can't waver from this position. You're pro-birth or nah. Right? You're pro-birth or nah. Which one? Mm -hmm. I don't even I don't even ask that question of anybody anymore. I, it's just it's just it's not relevant. Uh, it's not or it creates relevant. outrage. Or it creates outrage. Yeah, and, and what we're dealing with right now is is so intense on so many levels that I don't even go to that place anymore. It just it just it's good it's it's all gonna roll in when it's ready to roll in. All going to happen at once. The realization that we've been ripped off in our in our election system in this country, we've been led down a highway with a with a medical scam. A, a big part of it is a scam because there are treatments, and I'm I'm very into that. Um, I do recognize that um, this Corona thing is becoming very real because. My opinion, we're allowing too many immigrants to run into our country, and there's a lot of diseases coming in unchecked. They're masking us up. They're putting us in our houses. They're deeming us as evil, especially people who don't especially want the jab, and they're diverting the truth. What's really happening is there are too, we were just getting it together and there's too many people running into our country that are sick and they're shipping them, busing them, planing them everywhere in our United States of America and they are entering our population and they are making everybody sick and people that are vaccinated are getting sick, people that are not vaccinated are getting sick and I have a couple of dear friends who have almost died in the past two weeks from this corona thing, whatever it is. And it it truly is a biological weapon, and it, it does take you to a near-death experience. And I don't wish it on anybody, but we should be able to get our hands on hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. We should have freedom of choice. If there's freedom of choice, we should have it. And it's not fair and it's not okay that we're being led into this possibly dangerous situation and each person should make this decision on their own. There are a lot of us that fear that we could get very sick from the jab. And we have every right to feel that way and we have every right to treat this disease should it come our way to catch it early and take the bull by the horns. I am tired of being led by scams and, and politicians that are not medical doctors and evil people. Don't tell me what to do. I don't want to hear it anymore. I just got my passion out. Thank you, Rod.
<laughs> and, and that's the truth. I mean, it, it just I I actually just posted on uh on Clout Hub. I think I and and Twitter earlier like uh, a couple hours ago that the a judge in Hidalgo County declared a local uh state of disaster because of the growing number of migrants seeking asylum that mm-hmm. are just coming through the border that may have the corona. Oh yeah, they do. Mhm. So I mean we we we're getting it on two fronts and this is then this is where conservatives can rally around this and be like, "Hey, you guys are saying that the unvaccinated are the problem. Well, why don't you limit the unvaccinated that are coming across our border? Why are you not limiting yeah. that? Right. That should be the cascading message right now, considering this just came yeah. out. This should be the cascading message. Forget any other message that these people are on right now. Or they're saying that what well, the vaccinated are super spreaders and the unvaccinated are the problem. The your unvaccinated is the problem. Let's check these migrants that are coming across the border, right? Uh, 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 unfettered, unfettered access across our borders that ninety percent of them probably have not been vaccinated, and exposing our border patrol to these people is even more dangerous. Because they're they, getting they, sick too. They are getting sick too. Exactly. So what is it? Mm-hmm. Are you going or, or, or you know what I mean? Conservatives, what's it right. going to be? Are we just going to attack? Oh, they're they're saying we're unvaccinated and this, that, and the third, and we got to attack mm-hmm. that. Or are you going to attack the fact that our national sovereignty is at stake, and you're allowing unvaccinated people in across the border? Again, that should be the cascading message. Absolutely, of conservatives total right hypocrisy. now. Yes. Total hypocrisy, scam, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce brought up a question in the chat. Can you imagine a whole town with COVID? I couldn't imagine a whole town with COVID. But it very well could happen in Texas. or In those little small towns in Texas. I could see it happening. A whole town just, well, you know, they will friend, have to shut down. My friend in Atlanta... Mm-hmm. She um, just came down with it a couple of weeks back, and she said uh-huh. that she had to go to the ER last week, and it was jammed with people. They were just throwing the people with COVID right out, testing them. They gave them some of that remdesivir, and they said, go home, go. They couldn't even handle the influx of people that was so sick and couldn't breathe. And I just have to tell you that my friend is struggling for her life right now on her own. And my friend right across the street here on the farm is in the hospital for two weeks struggling for his life. So something is happening. We are being invaded. We're being invaded by infected people. And I did hear a rumor that... They are actually letting people out of the hospitals in all these countries that are sick. And they're the ones coming over the border. Give us your sick. Um, we, should, we should be united and up in arms totally about this particular issue, for sure. Mm-hmm. It, 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 We're being at in best, at, at best. best, right? At best. We should not allow any international entries into our country. Yep. 
until it's over. Yep. This would be the ultimate time to shut the whole thing down. And that and you remember, I, I had said that about Trump. Shut the whole thing down. No one in, mm-hmm. no one out. Shut it down. Mm-hmm. You you have freedom of yep. movement within the United States, but you don't have a constitutional right to move from country to country. Shut it down. Okay. Shut it down. That's it. But they won't. Bottom line. So we have to stay home or we're going to get sick. I mean, I've reached a point where I don't want to go out to eat because I don't know who's cooking in the kitchens. I don't know where my food has been or come from. I'm, right. I, I go to the supermarket twice a week and I'm, I'm, I go in, it's not busy. And I'm definitely freaked out now that I have two friends that have almost died. Yeah, and really? and, and, and the, the, right. the and, and the rising cases of of, of the Rona um, in Florida right now for the Delta the quote unquote the Delta variant. I put it in quotes because there's no true test for the Delta variant. I think they're just calling it that because it's the newest, yeah. hottest phrase out there right now. Right, I know uh, Utah is, is catching the the the, the variant. Right, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, it's like y'all, y'all just talking up words. There's no test for a Delta variant, but I'm gonna leave. You know, I'm gonna leave it, that it, alone. <laughs> okay, well, it it has hit India, and uh, just what I've heard is that it's a weaker version, and it dies down rather quickly. So let's hope that that is the truth. And that um, we can get this together in the next month on however it comes together. Yeah, it does. You know, we have to we have to be more decisive about all this. It's just out of hand. It's this party is literally eating themselves alive. They're going to go. If we get to the place where we can vote, they're going to go. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Miss Val, we have came at the end. I thank you, ma'am. I appreciate you. As usual on Tuesdays, always that uh, hot fire discussion as always. I appreciate you. Thank you. No, thank you, darling. <laughs> but I wanna thank <laughs> I wanna thank everybody that, that's listening live right now. I appreciate y'all one hundred percent. Um and I hope y'all took away a little bit of something, something from this and helped you think a little bit and formulate or even challenge your own. You know, what I want to say is I hope we challenged your ideas tonight because I mean, this, these, these are tough conversations to have and they, they need to be had right now, even if it's within yourself. You got to have those conversations with yourself and challenge your ideas. Am I looking at this wrong? Or maybe they're looking at it wrong. Or I see where they're coming from. Maybe, you know, what have you. That's why we do this. That's why we do this social lounge on Tuesdays. Because there are so many different psychological and social dynamics in our society and in and with with in concerning politics, right? Because remember, politics is downstream of culture, and culture is society, and there's a psychology behind society. That's why they call it sociology, right? Um, 
So keep that in mind. Until next time, y'all, I appreciate y'all 100%. Make sure you stop by on Friday for Friday, this Friday, 9.30 Eastern. I don't know what's going to happen on Friday, but I think you may want to stick around and come through. So until next time, y'all, peace, liberty, and happiness. Catch you Friday. listening to the Southern Liberty Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.bpmg.us or leave a rating and review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from Roderick, you can follow him on social media at manofjustice007. Thanks again and we'll see you next time.